It's 2019, and there's over 1,000 laws that started on January 1st. Do you know what they all are? We're going to touch on the most important ones in this week's episode of California Streaming. You're listening to the California Streaming Podcast with Bobby, Jonathan, and Louie. We're just three conservative friends trying to provide some counterbalance in one of the most liberal states in the union. So let's hop on our magic choo-choo train to nowhere and talk some California politics. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we're back. We're back. After a little hiatus for the holidays, we're back 2019. It's the new year. Today was a big day at the Fed level. It's true. New people getting sworn in. Well, no... uh... No cancellation of this program due to uh, all white personnel. We are <laughs> ethically uh, rational, you know. Here, so we're, I know. we're good. We're good. We got a diversity. We of, got diversity uh, here, and we weren't off the air because we had an official podcast shutdown. Right. It was just holidays. Just the government. That's right. Still shut down. True. Was this like day nine? Um, sure. No, has we're any? On, we're on. Does anyone yeah. care? Yeah. Does, does anyone yeah. notice? Yeah. Has anyone noticed? <laughs> nope. I haven't. Nope. Maybe we need more shutdowns. Yep. Well, then we should always shut down every uh, every Christmas season, right? Well, I'm wondering how much sense. money do we... Like, a lot of cities do that. They they, they furlough, like, around the holidays because yeah. they save some money. But, like, non-essential personnel. I wonder at the Fed level how much money is saved. You know what's funny? It, it, it makes complete sense why they're not going to focus on this aspect. But that has to be one of the biggest fears of the shutdown is that people start to look around and question exactly what we're talking about. Well, they did studies on that, just to answer your question, and we don't save any money at all because, of course, we pay everybody back pay in the end. What about facilities that are shut down, like just physical bills? No, we still have to pay. Of course we do. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we still have to pay, so we actually don't save any money at all, but this is just something, you know, to poke the bear a little bit, as it were. Do you think it's worth shutting down the government for the wall? When it comes down to it, we're saying whose will is stronger. That, that's right. And, at the very, was this just, a, is just this a stare off? Yes, it always is. At the very least, I'm interested in seeing one because there hasn't been one. In it, the DC has been backslap and go along to get along on both sides. It, all the rhetoric is there at podiums, right? But when it comes to these sorts of deals deal cutting and all this stuff on both sides always happens. And who gets left holding the bag? It's us. Right, right, right. I'm fine looking at something different. Now, I'm not I'm not sure if, the, if every exact reason for this or that is there, but it seems worth it to see where this goes, to right. try and reset the, the status quo of how this stuff usually goes. That's my opinion. I'm just wondering, I'm, wonder, I'm wondering who's going to win. Because I feel like it, it's Trump versus the Democrats, right? Like, yeah, I don't see a base, lot of yeah. I don't see a lot of the base getting around him on this. Well, no. Let me look. You got like guys like Mitt Romney writing op eds ripping Trump, right? You know, at, at, at this sort of time. So, right. Dude, if anything, and when your own niece tears you apart, I know how Rhino are Rhino you? Romney. He 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 constantly gets put in that position though. It's biz- isn't it basically though this op-ed, which demonstrates why the guy lost in 2012? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. No it, balls. It was there somewhat for the taking. I understand Obama fans would argue with me that he was a, Obama was still a strong candidate. Superstar. I got it. But I don't know. You put together enough of a, of a plan in 2012, you probably can win. But the myth that was there in 2012 is this myth who wrote this op-ed. Binders full of women. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> with right. his plastic smile. <laughs> exactly. I want to, uh, to pat myself on the back because okay. I don't know. Like a while ago, I kind of told everybody, I said, hey, you know, the Democrat Party won't let Bernie Sanders run for presidency. You you were, you were said that. That's right. And now he's being, he's got an alleged uh, sexual assault oh, right. from his presidential run that just happened you're thinking, to show up you're, just now. You're, you're thinking this is all part of that? Yes. They've made the statement, Bernie, no. Bad Bernie. <laughs> Bad Bernie, you so, don't. So run. you want a pat on the back for the prediction? Eh. Who, who are they? Are they not going to make that statement to Elizabeth Warren? Then? Oh no, no, she plays the game. Okay, she toes the line, so she'll be but good. Bernie to go. Sanders does not. She, she'll be allowed to, to to proceed. I mean, look how bad it is. The one one twentieth, but two hundred and whatever that was number pretty was. Funny. That it's was pretty, pretty bad. One twenty twentieth. To think of it, she, to think about it, she's um, guilty of cultural appropriation so that's a cardinal sin but they're still allowing her to run for presidency no but so. but she's a female democrat she's been absolved of all of that no exactly right. but that but she toes the line that's why she's allowed to run right. you have to toe the line so uh i realistically in the end game i think hillary clinton will run again and she's going to run the the jeb bush playbook which is to try to have as boring. Well, yeah. Well, not only that, but this is what Jeb Bush did, which was he had a whole bunch of Republicans run and crowd the field so that uh, it would spread out the vote and he would walk in with like 30% of the vote. And so Hillary Clinton wants that too. She's not popular anymore. And she knows that she's not winning the super progressive wing of the Democrat party. Right. So if she can somehow land 30% and walk in, we'll be like, well, we had a real election and these are the problems. You know, we, we had democracy. And I don't don't know if you guys read the Babylon B. Yeah. Uh, Did you, did you guys see the headline? Hillary Clinton invites Elizabeth Warren to remote location with no witnesses in order to graduate her on running for president. Yeah. <laughs> like that is classic. Their, their articles are great. I, I feel like it's surpassing the onion. I agree. Like their satire is on point. What, they can, what they're piercing with the headlines is really funny. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, the yeah. onion got bought a while ago by a super Libby group. Who did? The onion. Oh, did they? Yeah. That makes sense. That's why it tanked. Yeah, the Babylon Bee is really funny, though. Let's dive into some California stuff. Okay. So, with a new year comes lots and lots and lots of new laws. A lot. Let me do the pussy hat thing. No! (laughs) (laughs) Those are getting canceled all over the place for lack of attendance. We might, yeah. The women's (laughs) marches. It's true. Talk about that. Yeah. So, I got an article here how to Sacramento... Governor Jerry Brown is leaving office January 7th after signing more than 1,000 laws in the last year. Further is that pres- something to be proud of? Dude, it's uh, the oh, most I laws ever. Oh, I passed 1,000 laws. Oh, I'm so great. The laws, most of which take effect, uh, took effect this week, 
ease criminal sentences, tighten gun restrictions, and address climate change, gender, gender mm. discrimination, and sexual harassment. Brown approved 1,016 laws, the most in any of his last eight years in office. His 201 vetoes also were the most during his final two terms, as lawmakers passed a record number of measures. Counting his two terms from 75 to 83, the state's longest-serving governor vetoed 1,829 bills and saw 17,851 become law. Oh, my goodness. 17,000 <laughs> laws? Oh. Almost, let's round to 18. 17,851. That's nuts. That's a lot. That I, is I a lot of think governing. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and most of them just kind of roll off the edge, and you just kind of go, ah, uh, whatever. Eh. Where would you guys say, between 0 and 100, are we on the utopia meter? Like, how close? I mean, we got to be getting real close to utopia in California. Right? I'm thinking we're going to see a unicorn any day. I mean, we're passing laws like crazy, and each of these laws is just making everything better. We've definitely saved a whole bunch more turtles. I want to know how this part, like this seems like a dichotomy. Dichotomy. Ease criminal sentences, tighten gun restrictions. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So I got a list here of some of the biggies. I, yeah, I, pr- I printed some out. These are, <laughs> these are funny. And I think we should just explore these. <laughs> um, Agreed. And this could this could be the episode. We'll see. Yep. Let's start in criminal justice land. Sweeping new laws bar juveniles younger than sixteen from being tried as adults, even for murder, right. and keep children under twelve out of the criminal justice system unless they are charged with murder or rape. Okay, so I'm I'm p- part of a gang. I'm I'm oh, well, I don't even know the correct parlance, but I'm an adult. Now all I got to do is hire a fifteen year old. Give him a bunch of money and say, "Hey, do my business for me." Hey, you got to keep them yeah. separated, man. Because, oh, right, no, no. I mean, we've watched the TV shows. You know, you do the special drops so the money doesn't touch the same hands as the person who gave the right. goods and the yeah. guns and all. Okay, great. But like, I just got to get a fifteen-year-old now and and go do the business, and they get like special protection. I I feel like too. God, <laughs> we talk about sixteen doesn't seem that young. Uh, right. You can kill somebody, uh, I think, at 16 oh. and still willfully understand what you're doing is wrong. Oh, big time. Right. I Is there a bigger difference between 16 and 18 or 16 for, and 17? For understanding murder? Right. No. Yeah. So I don't get the can't be tried as an adult. Even for murder. Even for murder. Keep And keep children under 12. Out of the system. Right. Yeah. Right. So now I just got to convince an 11 year old have enough, uh, you know, icy pops or something. And, and I don't even know what that means. Keep them out of the, <laughs> right. Keep out of the criminal justice system unless they are charged with murder or rape. So assuming no murder or rape, what does keep them out of the system mean? Right. And, and then they murder somebody at 16. And you're like, man, didn't see this one coming. They had no criminal history. If I can design a bank robbery where the, where an 11 year old is the critical linchpin of the whole process, jackpot, right? Awesome. Laws allow many defendants to ask judges to dismiss their charges if they show mental illness played a major role in their crime and limit the state's felony murder rule 
which holds accomplices to the same standard as the person who carried out the killing. I mean, how do they not, like, in every single instance say, yeah, that was a little crazy right there. Twinkie. How- Twinkie defense, right? <laughs> Maybe the person ate the Twinkie and right. claimed they went insane because of it. Or took orders from their dog, right. <laughs> son of Sam. I Isn't... Couldn't you argue that anybody that kills somebody is they're, mentally they're ill? off. Yeah. They're, right. They have to be off. <laughs> right. Most people don't go around killing. <laughs> right. So now you just got to say, hey, mental illness played a part, a major role, not just a minor role. And that's why I shouldn't be charged with felony murder. Granted, we don't have the, uh, the official bill verbiage in front of us, but I'm so far just reading two of them or listening to two. I'm getting the sense that all these include verbiage that you could drive a Mack truck through. Like, oh, I'm sure. They're, they, they're so twistable, interpretable, whatever judge is serving on the bench at the time, and this comes before them, whatever you want it to be, it can be. I have anxiety and depression um, because <laughs> my dad walked out on me when I was younger, Big and time. that's why I stabbed John in the neck. Not guilty. Dismissed. <laughs> but what's oh, you're 16? You- <laughs> what are you even doing here? <laughs> right. But what zip code were you in? Because that's going to be, uh, be a right. big factor in it. Because right? then they'll determine if you should get bail or not. <laughs> Your algorithm. A new, let's see, a new law responding to police shootings of young black men broadens public access to officers' personal records. Yeah. which And then I read on this one is like retroactive. To, that That's a big challenge right now is, well, does this mean they're going to be able to go back? And- Police unions are challenging whether the law is retroactive. So that part is being challenged. Because then we'll, we'll look into every single incident ever occurred, right? Right. Right. And... But I, I love how Hispanics it's, is okay, right? Well, that's We're the thing. Cool, right? I was going to say, I like how it's a response to shooting young black men. I, I'm so sick of the narrative that cops just go around shooting black they young black men. But that that's, that's what, what they do. They, they just go isn't around that shooting what they them. do. Isn't that like part of the job description? All <laughs> it's what you signed up for. Right? <laughs> it's crazy, and when even when you look at okay, yeah, there are bad cops. There's bad everybody. There's also All right. bad youth, right. and there are criminals. And every percentage of every group has a certain percent that Keep suck. hope alive, Louis. Keep hope alive. Right? And so I don't... We want to perpetuate with law <laughs> that this is an actual problem. And do not deal with ICE. Thank you very much. No, no, they're you out. They're banned. Yeah. Yeah. Get them out of here. Get out of the state. Repeat drunken drivers and first-time offenders involved in injury crashes must install an ignition interlock device, which blocks the vehicle from starting if the driver isn't sober. So I already thought this was law. This this became law a while ago where at your first offense, you automatically got the, 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 the breathalyzer to start your car, the interlock device. So how's this one? What, what's the nuance here? Or to you, it reads the same. Right? It, re- it says repeat drunk drivers and first-time offenders involved in injury crashes. Mm. But oh, maybe the, is it the injury? Well, whatever. I, I know people that it was their very first offense, and they got an interlock device. It doesn't matter. The law is now in effect. There will be no more drunk drivers. We're good. Done. Keep, Over. Keep, yeah. Hey, John, blow so, into this thing real quick, and then we're off. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, so I knew somebody that had one of these. The interesting thing is that it's not just to start it. It then periodically prompts you to blow into it as you're driving. Oh, does it really? Yeah, through like the whole deal. Now, this this <laughs> is where this is ridiculous. Where, yeah, this, so this is where the scam. I borrowed their car once. What if you're at 70 miles an hour on the 405 and like, but you've been hammering some beers and now you don't pass it? 
I borrowed their car once, and I felt like an idiot blowing into this thing driving down the freeway because I thought... I can't see how it feels intelligent. No, you feel like an idiot. And you don't want people to see you. You can't take anybody in your car because... Right. (laughs) You just look at everybody and just go like, yeah, I'm vaping. I'm good. That that could be the thing. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't exactly instill confidence as a passenger. No, and, and here's... So there were times with this person where the machine didn't record their reading right. And once you miss one of those uh, blow into it, yeah, check, yeah. check points, yeah. right? Then you got to take it back to the only guy like in most of LA County that can install them. It's some shady shop. Oh, of course. And he only takes cash. And his uncle is on the city council of, you know, some, yeah. Right. And so <laughs> cash only. She, she had to take her car there because this happened a couple times during the six months she had the device. Okay. And this is like 60, 70 bucks in cash every time oh because God. he's got to flag it as okay. Otherwise, it goes straight to the judge after like three days of not. You have to come in within like 24 hours to get the thing reset. Wow. And you basically just, you know. It's like an engine check light reset, reset. Exactly. <laughs> the, totally. the dealer. Totally. And he's the only guy and he only takes cash and it's completely shady and it's like through the DMV and all this other stuff. He, I'm sure he reports all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, Gunland. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Welcome we're, to Gunland. We're all safer now because Which, we have these laws. Yeah. Did you feel safer when they went into effect? You know what? I woke up with this sense You're of woke. safety. You oh. got woke? No, like literally woke oh. up from bed. Okay. Um, that's no. not as cool. No, yeah. I didn't woke. I haven't Hashtag got woke yet. <laughs> you woke up. <laughs> what the kids say. So what are we not allowed to do anymore, Louie? Everything. Anyone convicted of certain domestic violence misdemeanors will be barred for life no from more possessing a firearm no. while those under age 20 while those under age of 21 will be banned from purchasing a rifle or shotgun unless they are members of law enforcement or the military or have a hunting license remember I'll tell you what you that, can go overseas and kill lots of people for our government right yeah. but here in this state yeah you're not allowed to own a weapon i'll tell you what that first one well they all scare me beyond belief but that first one the domestic violence misdemeanor that goes back to um, what was the whole thing in the in the national narrative, you know, the anti-gun narrative, about like you could get the family members to request a judge yes. to. Right. Wow, you know, you can if I'm if I'm a if I'm someone's spouse and I'm just really irritated at them, can't I just make something up? That's always been the issue for that and restraining orders is you can file it without any proof and then yeah. you got to wait till the hearing date. But at that moment, you're not allowed to own any guns and they can be all confiscated. And then it's yes. up to you to try to get them back. We have that in the books right now. It's, right. it's been like that for, I want to say, a whole year. I may be wrong with that and I've forgotten the bill number at the moment. But yeah, we have that in effect. And it can be done either by a family member, or it can be done by a psychiatrist, for example, or it can be done by anybody. Right. I could do it to you, John, right now. You could just say, he made some threats to me, I felt scared, and he owns some guns. And then they take your guns, and it's up to you to try to get them back. Which... How is that not incredibly disconcerting? Now, now I, I agree that those who are genuinely a threat probably shouldn't have guns, right? I don't agree with the burden of proof. And I have zero proof. The hearing's in like three months, and John gets all of his guns confiscated, and he's got to prove to the world that he's entitled to his constitutional right of getting it back. I guess I don't. I don't get all of these things. Right. And then we talk about we can't do anything when it comes to voting law. 
Right. You can't yeah. put the slightest bit of burden on the voter. But that's because we all know that game and what right. the actual point of their resistance to that is. So, I mean, which I it kind of is the point of this one too. Of course, no resistance. Exactly. Stop the so resistance. You can't resist. Let's see. Several other laws took effect, including measures explicitly banning rapid-fire bump stocks that attach to guns. They're actually debating that, or Trump has mentioned that, right, for federally, right, to ban. You know, bump I was stock. watching um, Vice, Vice News, and oh, yeah. how they were doing the, they're interviewing the person who actually ultimately made the decision that bump stocks were okay, and the reason why he made the decision is because when you have to do it. When you have to shoot with a bump stock, you are still literally pulling the trigger once every single time. Right. It's just mechanically pulling it into your hand. Yeah, you're just holding it loose. Right. And the the recoil recoil is coming back to you and you're able to shoot faster. And they were going through through the interview process and said, look, I could probably do the same thing without a bump stock if I just held it in a certain way and practiced with it. And sure enough, they were doing exactly that. So it doesn't right. solve anything. No. And for those that don't know what a bump stock is, the on a rifle, the part of the gun, the stock is a part that goes into your shoulder. And when you shoot, the gun's got some natural recoil to it. You know, kick to it. It's got some kick. The bump stock goes on the back there, and it gives you basically a spring, and you hold your finger in place on the, you know, by the trigger, and as the gun recoils, it's basically just your, your your fingers in place, but the gun is moving back and forth, and it's causing you to rapid fire. It's helping to convert the recoil energy into trigger pull right. energy. Exactly. Right, exactly. But anybody who's ever shot a pistol knows that you can dump a magazine <laughs> yeah. fast. You've got to ban right. that. Yeah. So maybe you're going to get to it. Did you see the one, two? You, you were talking about the domestic violence misdemeanors banning firearms. They've also, I guess, added that for police can seize your ammunition and magazines under the oh, same. Oh, I didn't see that part. Uh, under domestic violence restraining orders. I figured once they oh, no, of course, yeah. grabbed all the guns, right, they'd grab sure. the ammo too. Right. No, they just wanted to clean all that up with this <laughs> lot. Right, you know? It was a little messy before, but now you can just take the whole deal. So we're uh, Concealed carry applicants require eight hours of training now. And we talked about this months ago on a previous episode. I said, okay, fine. If you're going to put all these blocks in front of Right. CCWs, right. then make it easier to get a CCW or yeah. or get one issued if you make right. if you follow through with all this. Right. Okay. You put a bunch of hurdles in the race, but anyone can start the race. Right. As of now, like nobody can start the race. Right. And you got to so, be from a magical county, a Kern County being one. Like you can right. go ahead and get one. A magical county or retired former current law enforcement, right. that right. kind of stuff. Right. And keep going with this. There is now a lifetime gun ban for anyone hospitalized. For more than one year for mental health problems. Right. That was lifetime. You skipped ahead here, Bobby. Oh, did I? Oh, sorry. So did John. Okay. Yeah, I did have the ammo on here. Yeah, so then moving on. Yeah, uh, if you're hospitalized more than twice for a psych issue, then you lose You're just at one, right, John? No, no, I'm still good. Okay, yeah. I'm good. (laughs) You just got to... You got a thing on your iCal that tells you <laughs> exactly. when you can be hospitalized again. <laughs> exactly. My alert should go off any day now. Lifetime bans are crazy. Yeah, that's one of those things. You got to, are you really sure? I, I, I got it, right? I got the heartstring, the, the, 
the headline aspect of mental health, no gun, like, okay, I got that. But to your point, lifetime ban for something. You're telling me you've thought through all, as a lawmaker, all of the nuanced issues that could lead someone into the mental health system, something that might be totally um, recoverable. What I, I'm, I'm not an expert in that field, but you're telling me you've thought through all of that and you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, yep, two of anything in that realm, done forever. Wow. It's impressive. I think that, and we talk about this, I think this is your big thing, John. Don't judge a law or a policy by, by, by right. what its intention that's is, right. right? That's right. And the, to me, this is that's what this is. Because I right. get it. We don't want crazy, mentally ill having guns. I exactly. understand. But exactly. the problem is, who is the judge and jury of who gets guns and who doesn't get guns? Right. It's the people judging that I don't trust. That's right. Right. So it's not like we have some altruistic system where everything's perfect. Yep, you're crazy. In hindsight, this is good. We should take all your guns away. But... You know, you we, know what really happens all the time is that someone commits a murder. Doesn't matter if it's a mass shooting or anything, and then the the news reporters come by to the neighbor's house and they go like, "I had no idea that person was like right. that. I've, I've been living to, next to them for ten years, and mm-hmm. they they never seemed crazy at all." Yeah, yeah. And, and you'll and like the person who uh, who uh, who abducted people and were keeping them in their attic. They're like, I never saw a damn thing in my life. Right. Yeah, I had no idea. I had barbecues with that guy. Yeah, and... it was super awesome. Although, do, do I do I remember this correctly with the San Bernardino shootings? That some people did see them, but they didn't want to report because they felt like they'd be um, considered a racist for profiling. Right, so you get it both <laughs> yeah, ways, right? That's right. You get, uh, well, I, don't, I don't want to be, you, every neighborhood's got like Mrs. Kravitz. who's always looking through the blinds and knows the, right. the deal on every property in the area. And she calls 911 every two seconds. But then you got the person Hi, that's Kay. like... How can I help you today? Yeah. And then you got the people that, well, I don't want to jump to any conclusions because that could be right. racist. <laughs> exactly. And my business might get shut down. Exactly. And I might get trashed on Yelp and on the internet. And then so-and-so goes and shoots the place up and is like, oh, man, didn't see that coming. I did. <laughs> I did. Totally blindsided on that one. <laughs> wildfires. We got a bunch of laws about wildfires this time around. Are they banned? <laughs> that would be the easiest solution. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, fire. I don't know yeah. why they do that. It would be so easy. Ban fire for good. Utilities may bill customers for future legal damages and for settlements from the deadly 2017 wildfires that caused more than $10 billion in insured losses, even if the company's mismanagement caused the blazes. We've talked about this one. Um, I feel like there's so many elements to it. It's hard to just right. put it on the back of one person. <laughs> right. Right? I mean, you have Mother Nature. You have the fire response. It's not always perfect. You've got, you know, a utility company, I think, can only do so much. I, it strikes me, as do most of these, but it strikes me as another law whose headline sounds great and the, and the politicians can hang their hat that they did something in response to this crisis. They did it for the people. They honestly can't believe that this is like a good long-term solution. Well, I, what's funny is that one of the other laws is it makes it easier to log trees, build fire breaks, conduct controlled burns of vegetation that would fuel fires. So 
You mean on the other the forest? Hand, yeah. Okay, just go on with that. Uh, on the other hand, though, we're we're admitting that the forests <laughs> okay. have an issue, just um, naturally. Yeah, not officially. <laughs> don't worry i'm sure there's some of course, groups you know, out there ready to sue that part and get a ban oh yeah. yeah well that was you know trump went out there and said we need to rake the forest and everyone laughed at him but that was his right his layperson way of saying right. it's overgrown and he's uh, absolutely right right um so i think i think it's funny that we we kind of talk out of both sides of our mouth with these more than two dozen wildfire related laws why why would they not when no one's going to hold them accountable for speaking out of both sides of their mouth. So. Safeguard residents insurance coverage following disasters and yeah. improve emergency notifications. They're extending the the insurance build outs to three years instead of two. So in case you have some problems. That'll lower premiums. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Oh, everybody's favorite topic, gender discrimination and sexual harassment. It's ma'am. Call me <laughs> oh, ma'am. Man. Dude, that clip. Was hilarious. Or the vaping one? Did you guys see, <laughs> I didn't the, see vape? the vape one? It wasn't a gender thing, but the guy lost it in a vaping store because some guy wore his Make America Great Again hat. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I did yeah, hear about yeah, that. Yeah. This guy, I mean, he literally broke down. He couldn't. He couldn't handle life. He was an, triggered. Oh, there's an another dude in the store. He's like, "What the hell's wrong with you, man?" Yeah, the GameStop one's hilarious because that yeah. that's a big dude. Oh, it looks yes. like a six five. He's not fooling man anybody with a yeah. wig and a purse. Not fooling anybody. And then he just kicks over the display, and then he starts saying, you know, threatening he's going to round up the LGBTQ community. And Excuse me, it's miss, <laughs> not ma'am. Miss. Doing it with the amount of bass in his voice. I'll was, show you how much man I am <laughs> later in the parking lot. Sir. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. First one. California becomes the first state to require publicly held corporations to have at least one woman on their boards of directors by the end of 2019 and two or more by 2021. Amen. This one is asinine. <laughs> it is beyond, we talked about this. It is beyond ridiculous. We talked about this on a previous episode, and we were like, oh, man, they better not pass this law because that's so stupid. And they passed it. I, it Would it you want to be the woman who's on the board because she, they have to fill a seat? Like, it's, who wants that? It's like... Go ahead. Bobby. I'll do you one f- further. Which company is going to lend their name to sue for the unconstitutionality of this bill? Who's going to do it? Who's going to stick their neck out and say, I don't want women on my board being mandated? I'd say the move would be from a company that's got, like, a female CEO or something. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's like, that's... They still got to come from They that. still have to stick their neck out for that. They still have to do it. I want to know who's going to do it. But where do we stop? Like, that why? Why don't the, we need, dude? With all of this stuff we've talked about so far, that is the question. With all the crap on gender roles, and you can now put X on it. We're going to get to that one. X on your driver's license in California. Why just female? I want more X's. Right. Right. I mean, <laughs> I when you take these things to their logical conclusion, that's right. They kind of cannibalize themselves because you can only split the atom so many ways adam's apple well yeah but so you've got male female but then why don't we split through the races or just identify in certain ways or where's the stop one, one of my good friends says do you realize by the time you've done that you end up with the individual so why not just let them come the, full circle yeah the yeah. individual do what the individual thinks is best for the individual 
Do we think this this will keep more business in California? You said that with a straight face. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh no. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't get why we continue to make it harder for it's businesses like, to stay here. It's or like I said, who's going to stick their neck out and challenge this law? The easiest thing to do is just to pick up and go to Texas. Who do you think would, though? I don't know. Is I don't know. Is Hobby Lobby in the you, state? <laughs> your idea about a, a, a female-led company is probably a, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, being who would take the charge on this. But, boy. Which just brings up the question, given what you just said, given what we're talking about here, what is... What incentivizes businesses to stay here? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, right, they're obviously leaving, but like, especially, set aside small businesses for a second, because the means and the logistics to move elsewhere are different, right? Take a take a corporation of any notable size, especially a publicly traded one. Um, why, why is your headquarters here? Why? Yeah, there's no reason to set up shop here when it's virtually cheaper and easier everywhere else. Start moving, baby. I know I'm, I'm stating it the obvious. Up, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, here's another one we had talked about previously. Spurred by the hashtag MeToo movement, another new law bans private and public employers, including the state legislature, from reaching secret settlements over sexual assault, harassment, or discrimination. So the, obviously the thing I like about this one, the one element is they're including themselves, <laughs> which is, I mean, <laughs> rare. I mean, totally look at Obamacare federally, right? Oh, who got opted out? Oh yeah. Everyone in the beltway. So at the very least, I'll give them a modicum of credit for including themselves in this bill, but we'll, see, we'll see if that. That's that's true. Yeah, no, right. Months. I mean, right, right. The <laughs> because verbiage, remember, the because verbiage remember in Obamacare, good. they opted themselves out a couple months afterwards. Yeah, right. I, mean, no, I don't right, know. Yeah. A year right. ago after. Why do we have a problem with consenting adults reaching a settlement? Did you just assume that they're free-willed? <laughs> well, that's a good point. Yeah, no, but it's like, um, I mean, it's like mine and our argument about a minimum wage, right? You're preventing two people from entering a contract that they've both agreed to. Right. I don't get why the... Government needs to get involved in contract writing. If, if I wonder if it would have the opposite effect, right? How many people come out and claim harassment just for the payday, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but now they can't. Yeah. But, But what you're talking about are the secondary and tertiary effects that are literally impossible for a group of people in a room have come up with these bills to have fully thought through. I mean, that's the right. whole p- problem with central planning, which is what we're witnessing through these bills, right? Right. So, and your, so your point's a great one. Like, the, you're going to just start coming up with and, and witnessing all of the ramifications that we're, we, we're not even thinking of right now. Oh, yeah. They're, none of them are totally thought through. It's impossible. No. A law preventing businesses from requiring employees to sign liability releases to keep their jobs or receive bonuses is also part of the expanded protections. <laughs> so again, you can't enter into a contract yeah. as an adult with an adult. Free thinking not allowed. Which is funny. Uh, okay, I'm just going to link it back. More of a federal issue, right? Wasn't that their their argument about gay marriage? How can you prevent these two individuals from entering into the contract of marriage? Stop putting logic to it, right. John. Right. 
No, you're right. Because that was what, stay out what? of my bedroom. These are two just consenting adults. Correct. They Why want to enter a lawful contract to, to have all of the tax benefits, et cetera, et cetera. Agree or disagree, like if that's the logic, stay out of these contracts. Right. Right? Nope. Cool. Some are more equal than others. Got it. I need, to learn, I, need, I need now. to learn that better. I'm not getting that. Californians can also list their gender as non-binary on their driver's licenses designated as the letter X. I'm going to change my age back to 21 or... Well, yeah. again, where does it stop, right? I. Wow. Your ID is meant to identify you so that there can be a positive identification of you being you. I don't know how you don't have a gender on your deal. But isn't that, isn't that this whole movement? Who you are five minutes ago may not be who you are right now. So why can't, or may it be who you are in five minutes from now? Can we have a law that says if you put an X on your driver's license, you can no longer own a gun? But now you're saying they're mentally ill, Bobby. Oh, am I now? I I think the issue is that new law: Bobby's banned from the podcast. (laughs) Bobby banned. I get banned from a lot of places, usually bars. (laughs) I think. I think what's. Let's see. I'm trying to think of a good way to phrase it. If I'm non-binary today, and I'm on my driver's <laughs> I'm sorry, but just today, I, yeah, I got to laugh at just the mere utterance. And that. that's what's on my driver's license. Okay. And I commit a crime. Remember, your driver's license is for four years. Right, yeah. right. And I commit a crime okay. or something, or they're trying to ID me and okay. use that to ID me. I say, well, no, I'm actually a man. Right, like, so now you're no longer the person that committed the crime. Right, I mean, you know that that's an absurd situation. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying not is that nowadays that's the stupid thing. Why can't you change your hair color, or I guess you could do change your eye color? Why can't you have a height and weight that aren't really your height and weight? Like, why does why does I feel like at that point the driver's license isn't anything? It loses its meaning. You know what, guys? I'm <laughs> we've joked about this last year, and I think. In honor of Elizabeth Warren announcing that she's running for president, 2019, one of us or a couple of us needs to see how far we can get here locally with the idea that I now identify as a Chumash. I get want the money. Yeah, get a check. I am Chumash. Don't question if I am or not. I identify as one. You love the buffet there. Yeah, uh, Totally. So if I can find a way to not pay the $30 and change just by saying I identify as no Chumash, hey, I'll forgo a lot of the normal paychecks. Just give me the buffet card. We sh- 2019 might be the year that I identify I, as Chumash. I remember a while back I, I got pulled over for speeding It was when I was a younger man, and I had moved during the time I, was, I received my driver's license to the time I got that ticket. And I remember the officer giving me crap because the address on my driver's license didn't ma- uh-huh. didn't match the one on my registration. Interesting. And he was like, "Well, you got to go in and you got to get that changed and you got to be up to date." So why don't they have to be up to date with their binary choices and whatever? Bobby, too many questions okay. here. Too many questions. <laughs> you're 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 digging too deep. 
yeah, we're going to get to a point where we just kind of all this stuff loses all of its meaning because it's, you can be anything at any time. Pretty much there. Well, then John gets his anarchy. I just want to be Chumash. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it. Cool. Let's see. Oh, this was one uh, for breastfeeding at work. So <laughs> employers are required to make reasonable efforts to provide an employee who wishes to express... Who wishes... Okay, so let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, I, I work at a tech company, and we have a mother's room, as they're known, for the specific purposes of breastfeeding. Um, okay. None of the women who work there bring their child there. Okay. But doesn't mean that they couldn't pump sure uh, electronically and we have built those rooms we had you had to we had to yeah there you go we had to there you go rule remember you yeah. had to make a reasonable we have two little yeah, rooms right no you did you had yeah, to we had to yep now we had them before okay we had them before because this was something that we wanted so that they could ha- so that they could have a space where they're not you know oogled and I've noticed that these rooms never get used. And in an office building where we're always clamoring over meeting rooms and more offices for people and having these rooms that are empty and not used, complete waste of money. Bobby, Bobby, a group of people in Sacramento has way more of a clue what your building needs than you guys who are in your building. You need to understand that. Right, so the law, the English was weird here on on my text from the article basically says that you have to provide a room or another location. That's not a bathroom to do your Ah, breast pumping, breastfeeding. Got it. Um, And that you should have a, you're required to have a reasonable amount of break time and the break time can run concurrently with any other break time, but it's got to coincide with what you need to do. How do people in this state get out of bed in the morning? Hey, can I use it and comply with all this junk? Yeah, no, I know. I probably violated like thirty things today. That's why we're gonna sue you. I'm no, I'm gonna become Chumash. You can't sue. It's a whole different set of laws. (laughs) I know you're. Good luck. I know you're a scared white man. Good luck. But (laughs) only only right right now. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. I'll be Chumash. Chumash. Next up, climate change. Oh, is it happening? California's utilities must generate 60% of their energy from wind, solar, and other renewable sources by 2030, which is 10% higher than a previous mandate. Lawmakers set a goal of phasing out electricity from fossil fuels by 2045. I'm going to do you one better. That's crazy. By 2020, we're going to have teleportation. (laughs) Yeah. I just am stating it. I have the hyperloop. I'm just, you know, I want it to be. So, done. You want to hear a great quote? Let's go. This is historic because there is no economy larger in the world that has committed to pure, clean energy. Former Democratic State Senator Kevin DeLeon of Los Angeles wrote. Alexander. <laughs> yeah, good old, good old Alex. Oh, Alex Leon. Um, you know, when we were talking about the gas tax. Yeah. And people laughed at me because I said it's basically an assault on cars. Right, right. This is it right here. We oh. want to get rid of cars. Oh, no, exactly. Right? And, and we've, that, we've said it right here in law that we want to get rid of fossil fuel use by 2045, exactly. which is not that far off. Now, I'm always surprised. Now, they, they always want a, uh, natural gas. Do, do they yeah. not consider that a fossil they, fuel? They, they, they've backed they consider away from it a renewable. Yeah, right. I was just reading about natural gas. They've actually, that used to be okay. 
A lot of the buses are right, CMG, but they, they've been reviewing that, Bobby, and yeah, it's a little it's a little dirtier. Well, I, were, I get that it's dirty, hoping. but it's cleaner. No, than, no, 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 yeah. Bob, Bobby, Bobby, you're setting the wrong limits here. I I can't wait to see the first electric like fire truck. Well, no, yeah, it's right. Be I the mean, best. that's fossil fuel. It's going to be awesome. Can it carry water? <laughs> we'll find out. But no, I mean, if you don't think the state is just trying to outright get rid of cars, exactly right. Because we talked about the gas tax actually did did way more to put in bike lanes and light rail than do anything car related. Nothing that, was designed to make the car traffic that's better. Right. That was the core frustration I feel of the gas tax. If I had any semblance that the money I was paying at the pump was actually going to fix the roads uh, that I drive on and hence pay the gas tax for, that'd be one thing. Right. It's not at all. So. No. It isn't like those people who are driving their old 1990s Honda Civic are intentionally trying to wreck the planet, okay? It's because they can't afford a brand new car. So when you're telling everybody, hey, get with the program here and go out and buy yourself a new electric vehicle, guess what? They can't. Right. That's the reason why they drive that old hoopty. (laughs) That's it. The hoopty ride. Uh, other new laws study ways to ease the impact of climate change, encourage the use of biomethane, and protect Obama administration targets for removing super pollutants called hydrofluorocarb- hydrofluorocarbons um, from refrigerants. HFC. HFCs. So I love the use of just study ways, too. No, no. That's like right. the perpetual. We're geniuses. Blow money on this. Study. We up in Sacramento are geniuses, and I can identify other geniuses. You get a grant, and you get a grant, yeah. and you get a grant. We're also looking to bar the Trump administration from expanding oil drilling off the California coast by blocking new pipelines and other supporting construction in state waters. Orange man, bad. Yep. We need to get rid of the fossils. Some other laws. Dine-in restaurants may only provide drinking straws at customers' request. After this was After. huge this year. After because it's stupid. It is stupid. It literally it's doesn't accomplish stupid. anything. We saved the turtles. <laughs> we not. We didn't. I don't think the straw is going to do it. Uh, restaurants that advertise children's meals must include water or unflavored milk as oh, the I default beverage. That one. Oh God. That one was goofy. Again, the government knows how to raise your kids better than you do. That's right. Yep. We elect- have to go back to an old podcast to, to revisit that one, folks. Yeah, that yeah. we had a big talk about that one. on that. This one's interesting. Election officials must provide prepaid return envelopes for vote by mail ballots. Okay. But that, why, if they're just going <laughs> to harvest? Well, here you go. They also must give voters a chance to correct a ballot signature that doesn't oh, wow. match the one on file. If that one it won't be used for the most unbelievable corruption right? ever. How does that go over everybody's head? Unbelievable. Oh, you know what? You're right. The signature didn't match, but we're not going to go to fraud. We're just going to let you resign it. I couldn't afford the 50 cent stamp, so I couldn't vote. Look, I, I, I get the prepaid postage. Constitutional right. You're mailing. About, okay, fine. I'll give you that. But allowing you to like redo your signature because it didn't match the one on file. Does anyone else not see the irony <laughs> of a government entity demanding prepaid ballots because the expensiveness of a stamp created by a government-run entity? But remember, <laughs> no voter IDs. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. That's a good point. John. Are we kidding ourselves? This is a 
total joke. Well, the Postal Service is pseudo, pseudo quasi government. Okay. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are a private entity. That Technically. Are, uh, that have been blessed by the government to do its job. This is beyond <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> uh, let's see, rounding it out here. The minimum wage rises to $12 for companies with 26 or more employees and 11 bucks for smaller businesses as California phases in a $15 base hourly wage. They way undershot this one. Look, we were talking earlier about electric cars. If they would have just made this thing 30 or $40 an hour, then people could have bought their electric cars. We would have been good. Well, why stop there? Why not make it a million dollars an hour so we can all retire by lunchtime? I understand. Um, Yeah. 15 is such an arbitrary number. It was was good for bumper stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Fight for... It rhymed with fight. Fight for 15. Because that is... And if you notice the theme here, folks, it's that when you take these things to their logical conclusion, you realize how stupid they are. And minimum wage is one of those things. Okay, great. Livable wage. Give everyone a livable wage. What is that? I don't know. It's some arbitrary number. 15. Well, why don't we make it 20? Why don't we make it 40? What? Why stop there? We're we're continuously pricing ourselves out of the marketplace, which is a good reason why a lot of the businesses are leaving. But the federal minimum wage is 7.25, whereas we're now at $12. Right. So you can see the difference in the cost of living. It's just out of control, especially with rent and all that kind of good stuff. You, you guys have seen it at restaurants, right? I mean, you can't miss it at restaurants here in Southern California, as 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 this minimum wage has ticked up, right? Costs go up. No more tipping. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It always comes. We're the ones who take it. Let's see. A bill protecting net neutrality. Oh, yeah, Rules was set to take effect Jan one, but was blocked until a Fed lawsuit is resolved. Yeah, I don't understand. I, mean, I don't understand yeah. this one. How are you going to section off the internet within a state? I yeah, mean, logistically, this seems beyond. Stupid. Well, it's kind of the idea of how you know China has their own internet, and they're able to have their Great Wall of it, uh, firewall, right? Right. So that's, that's how, working out. That's well. how they're thinking about it. That's based on liberty and freedom. Cool. And we have one more from Employment Land. The bill requires that employers provide employees the right to receive a copy of their employment records and not just the right to inspect or copy records. So you actually get a copy now. Great. <laughs> and do a lot with that. That's a lot of stuff. It's called LinkedIn. Just take a look at that. Yeah. It's got more information than anything else. Did you guys find anything else? No. Those are the ex- Actually, those are the ones, the, the bullet points I had. Yeah. One. Uh charter schools must implement similar safety plans to those of traditional neighborhood schools. I don't know. Huge. Boring. Huge. Yeah. No, that'll, that'll change everything. Uh, what else? Guys, I'm feeling good that we might have ticked the utopia meter up from an 8 to a 9 with all this mm. stuff. Do you think that's aggressive? I think it's We've a definitely little, gone It's up, a little boring. Right? We're getting, we're getting close. It. We're getting closer. Feeling it. Anything else you got, Bob? Getting... All woke over here. <laughs> You're getting woke. Speaking, speaking of getting woke. All right. We're subbing out the James Woods tweet of the week with just so. general dumb tweets from politicians because there are an oh. awful lot these days. Yes, there are. And the irony within them is just real thick. So we got who's going first? I'm going to kick us off. Do it. We, we were just talking about getting woke. 
I got Maxine Waters here for us. You ready? Yeah. In the final, so Maxine tweets out, in the final analysis, lies, fear-mongering, and deceit can never win. I got to pause right there. She basically just described the, the pillar approach of the Democratic Party, but we'll set that aside. In the final analysis, lies, fear-mongering, and deceit can never win. The American people will reject Trump's disgraceful leadership. The truth will prevail, and the American people will win. They'll win. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. Winning. I got one from Gavin. Oh, cool. Today marks a new era in D.C., one that's focused on every person's ability to succeed, one that will protect women's rights, LGBT rights, health care, clean air, clean water, and will not shut down our government over a pointless wall. Looking forward to working with the at-house Democrats. Pointless. What an idiot. Pointless. Okay. There's plenty of things that he does is pointless. He is pointless. You ready for another one? Yeah. We got the Reverend Al Sharpton. Stop blame shifting for your mistakes, missteps, and misjudgments of others. You can listen to others' advice, but you make the ultimate decisions in your life. Be accountable. Is this the same guy who gets it in front of a podium uh, every time there's some sort of an event in our nation involving an African-American and tells them the opposite of who they should blame? That one, yeah. No, I mean, let me let me read it one. Sorry, one more time. Stop blame shifting for your mistakes, missteps, and misjudgment of others. You can listen to others' advice, but you make the ultimate decisions in your life. Be accountable, huh? Yeah, yeah. be accountable. Didn't he have a couple of uh, illegitimate children? Oh, tax evasion. Also, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, I got one here. Here we go. Uh, Orcasio Cortez. Oh, yes. This the gift, old, the gift that one. keeps on giving. This is an old one. It says. <laughs> Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Here's to a holiday filled with happiness, family, and love for all people, including refugee babies in mangers and, and their parents. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She is an idiot. But she's going to give us lots of good tweets. Gonna, oh, <laughs> we no, should change it from James Wood just to this gal. Just, I know. Just to her. I got another one from Gav. Progress. This year, stat. Uh, states across our country stepped up and passed dozens of common sense gun reforms. <laughs> the at NRA was outdone and outspent by people who are sick and tired of seeing gun violence plague our nation. Your turn, Congress. Yeah, Congress. Woo. I don't know. Class. Common sense gun law. Boy, we have some some real cerebral giants out there helping us run our nation. I think uh, I think these people are absolutely delusional. I thought it was funny in Gavin's uh, first tweet about uh, the wall being pointless. You'd think the governor of California would realize how big of a problem this is. You want to talk about pointless? Listen to a train horn. <laughs> I, I could see if you were... Uh, Thank you. Right there. That's pointless. I could see if you uh, were one of the other northern states and this didn't affect you but i can't see anybody who's along the southern border saying that a wall is pointless you're an idiot you're completely clueless especially since all the migrants are at the tijuana border crossing oh yeah 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 they're all there maybe it just goes to the fact that he spent so much time in northern california that he's way out of touch with everything below that well you'd think he'd he'd care with all the poop on 
<laughs> the yeah. streets. You would think. Yeah. All right. I think that about does it. Episode 30 in the books. First one of 2019. Thanks for listening. We got tons of new listeners every week. Tell a friend, as Bobby says. and uh, Don't forget to burn it all down. But first, you can download it from uh, Apple iTunes and Google Play Store. Google Play Store. Have a good week.